He's awake, but... You got this? Maybe he'll like the soothing sound of my voice. You do have a soothing sound. Oh, yeah. I don't. Coming to you from... Welcome to Lazy Beach Your Meat! <laughs> All right. Ready? Tone that down a 55? little. 55? Uh, yes. Try this again. Round two. Welcome to Lisa Beach Meet episode 55. Yep. Cheers. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. You can't cheers because you're holding a baby. No, I'm not. Oh. Ding. Okay. You did it. Yes. Just a, a nice, delicious local beer from what is it? Seventh, Seventh Sun. Sun Elevator. Seventh Sun. nearby. Scientist, yeah. yeah. Let's give a shout out to our local beers, especially... Because if anybody out there is listening from Columbus, you know the hard hit that we had this week with the possible closing of Four Strings. I don't know about that. It could be um, a publicity stunt. could be uh, a myth. We don't know. But Four Strings, if anybody out there is listening and they know Four Strings, we really hope that they're not closed. It's confusing. So any city in America has all its microbrews. This place was like or the Australia most, or yeah any other countries or South America. Yeah, we I get some che- listens from South America. I haven't checked that in a while. Uh, Antarcticans. <laughs> um, imagine so they didn't like go out of business. They just were closed one day. And it's devastating because like we really like this brewery. Popular brewery ever in Columbus, Ohio. Like second to Budweiser. It's just closed gone no one knows what happened no one will answer any questions all the doors are chained shut yeah social media is still up website's yeah. still live and it's just closed just closed you know what maybe they got issues that we can't deal with so let's let them be um that's not where i wanted to get with that let's talk but about puppies let's talk so tonight <laughs> tonight's episode is about dogs puppies and dogs and puppy mills so get some Kleenexes ready because it's the worst thing ever. Anybody that has a heart will know at the end of this that it's super sad and super upsetting. I don't think it'll be that bad. It will. So um, before we go into that, let's talk about some food. And I just recently this morning for like an hour made all the foods. <laughs> because, oh, for the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, it's like a busy weekend. So I've been Which doing sucks. Yeah, real estate and... Uh, Apparently, people only can see houses and do business for buying houses on the weekends. So it's usually over the weekends that I show houses or set up that kind of stuff. And um, so I had a couple hours this morning to get stuff ready. And so I made, well, I'm in the process. It's not done yet, but it's like a cheesy potato soup, which I feel like, Jimmy, you doubt because you weren't Just super excited about soup. Soup in general, yeah. You're not, soup's not exciting. I get it. But I feel like you're going to be like, this is pretty good. I've literally doubted 40% of the things you've made oh. and liked every single one of there them. There you go. Okay. Like, Drop I've never those been doubts. Like, ah. Yeah. They don't go away. I just, the word soup isn't exciting to me. No, I get it. But this is going to be good. I used to do Soup Day Sunday. I know. Every I was single like, Sunday. That's terrible. Yeah. Oh, I loved I it. I want to do like Macaroni Day Monday. <laughs> macaroni Monday? That is can, good. Can we do that? Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Just had an idea. Macaroni Monday. Boom. I like it. Except um, there's no whole wheat macaroni pasta at the grocery store. Believe me, I've checked. What grocery store? All the grocery stores. The online one that you shop no. at now? <laughs> um, that's also a huge tip for vegans out there that Whole Foods, if you have a Amazon Prime membership, which if 
you have an iPhone, you have an Amazon Prime membership, <laughs> aka if you're in that socioeconomics like level. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> um, Amazon actually starts taking money from you if you don't get a Prime membership. Really? No, Why? That was a oh. joke. Oh, I didn't. Like, they no. have so much control of the over the world. Good and the market. one. Um. Anyways, Clearly, I had to explain it. <laughs> I. Sorry, I didn't get it. Um. Yeah. Anyways, continue bragging about how rich you are because you have Amazon Prime. <laughs> I'm sorry. It used to be like a really cool thing that like I feel like only a couple people had, and now everyone has it. Like <laughs> yeah. I, my kids, my students used to like use me for it, and now they don't anymore. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, um. Whole Foods, you can order everything from Whole Foods online and they deliver it to your door two hours later. Except for whole wheat pasta. Well, the, like, oh my God. <laughs> if you go to Whole Foods, they don't have whole wheat. It's not, they don't have whole wheat pasta. They don't have whole wheat macaroni pasta. Uh, like the actual little like elbows. Spaghetti. Yeah, they have like penne and... Okay, bow ties? They, yes. Wagon wheels? Probably not, but they don't have the actual um, elbow pasta. Right, when I say macaroni Monday, I'm just referring to any sort of pasta. Gosh, that's so we're so different on the cooking scale. Um, but if you if you go online to Amazon Prime, you can, like I bought bananas and diapers and toilet paper and other stuff like obscure things that like you wouldn't think that Whole Foods had delivered to your door but literally two hours later it's delivered to my door and the guy who dropped it off was so nice he was like so, talking like, about my dog 10 bucks um it was it's based on the amount of money you spend but you do have to pay well, it's based a tip. on the amount of money you spend yeah so your Amazon Prime is this I think the standard a fl- flat five bucks plus a flat five dollar tip Oh, no. Um, Whole Foods is, it's like a tip thing, but it's based on how much money you spend. Um, but it's its totally worth it. And I can tell you this why, because when I, as a vegan, this actually yeah. might not be good, but as a vegan, I go to Whole Foods and anything that's vegan, I buy. Because I feel like I have to support, um, yeah. like, vegan food. But when you buy it online, I don't, I'm not like... L- I don't see the other vegan products. So I only pay for what I need. It's like, that's like a thing. Like someone, there was like an article I saw about how, like going to Target and how to like avoid buying all the other stuff that you pick up from Target. Yeah, I mean, when you're in an actual brick and mortar environment. You buy more stuff than you would actually need. Absolutely. When we go to Bargain Hunt, yes. which is like a Target reject outlet, outlet store. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we go there without a, purpose just we, to we, see what we need we let, we see let, what we didn't we know let we the need store tell us what yeah we need. that's like ikea like we're um currently redoing another room in our basement to be a playroom and i'm really excited because i stay home now with my you kids can follow me on instagram and see all of my handyman oh my. do you projects. talk about it I've never you t- haven't yet. I, I just put pictures now. I stopped talking because you made fun of me. Love when you talk about it. I don't talk it. anymore. But all Please. my it's so funny because the it's, whole house flip was on Instagram. Yeah. It's all just uh, the Jimmy stories. Jam two thousand. Go follow Jimmy Jam two thousand. It's all just Instagram stories. But all of my things I'm proud of building and making, I put into my stories. You're but really I don't talk good. anymore because I don't want it's so fun. my wife to make fun of me. <laughs> I just really liked when you were going through the plumbing and you're like, all right, I'm going to put this PVC pipe like and f- blah, 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 blah. That was literally the first day of It was the amazing. House flip. That was the first day of the house flip. Oh, well, 
Now it's done. Yeah, this Friday we close. I'll bring that back. But, but anyways. to get back to my point is that we're redoing this playroom in our basement. And I was like, we can either go to Ikea and we're going to leave thousands of dollars in debt. Or <laughs> I can buy this uh, the stuff off of Amazon. And when you go to Amazon, you... You go and you're like, I want a toddler chairs and table. And that's all. That's like the only thing you buy, you know? So it's. You just. What? Stumbled into one of my show notes. What? Um, Ikea introduced uh, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We were there. We just bought. It's about dogs. Why bought, is no, Ikea? We bought a couch and a. We bought couch and countertops carpet. and a rug and oh, yeah, a chair. Countertops for our house flip. I me- remember like all the like. They had Toys? like ice cream and and Swedish meatballs yeah. and everything was about food. Yes. Um, since we went, uh-huh. they introduced vegan hot dogs. Oh damn it! And sold one million vegan hot dogs in two months in Columbus. In seven in seven weeks. No, across <laughs> the world, but in <laughs> just that store. But they vegan hot dogs just went nuts. Well, I mean, a million. We've we've talked about this before, though. This is not a big deal. Like vegan hot dogs compared to regular hot dogs. Is there a big difference? No. I could make hot dogs out of like sticks in the backyard. <laughs> yeah, put some ketchup on them. It's no, fine. but the fact that people are buying them. Mm-hmm. I mean, before I was a vegan, I, I would have been like, oh, I prefer a real hot dog. Like yeah. that stigma has gone now. Oh, good. Like I think that if you're buying, mm-hmm. if a million people buy a vegan hot dog from Ikea. Not all those people are vegan? Yeah, I would guess maybe half of them. Not even. Yeah, uh, people. Some people think it's just healthy. We're all over the place, but anyways, that's nice. We we tr- transferred into. I don't know what we're talking about. Whole Foods into vegan hot dogs. My but point just, of that was that this awesome service that Whole Foods you can literally order all your food, and it gets shipped to your your front door. And if you're someone listening to this saying, "I prefer the old fashioned way," that was Lisa literally two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and now she's now she's she's. Instagramming like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing! Yeah, I'm not one for change. That's no, you kinda... were you were definitely like, no, I need to go and I... buy it off the shelf. Well, I like I, I like going grocery shopping, but yeah, babies. I have a year and a half old and a month old, and it's. I mean, we like getting out of the house, but sometimes it's a pain, and if you can avoid that, you know, going to a grocery store, there's germs and whatnot. I'm trying to keep my baby, yeah, safe. It really doesn't cost that much, but. It there's doesn't. Oh, that's what I was getting at. Value in time. And there's value in in um, saving time. Saving the, time the yeah. tip, and gas money to drive there and back. Yeah, but the tip is not that astronomical. And to be honest, since I've been doing this, um, my our grocery bill has gone down. I saw your last expense, and I was like, "That's it." Well, because usually I go to Whole Foods, and I'm like, "Oh, look at this." $8 dark chocolate that says vegan. I should buy it. And then... And this picture frame. Right. Like, I just... It's like frivolous things that we don't need. So, it's definitely like a more conscious, conscientious purchases. Yeah. If that makes sense. Um, but anyway, so what did I make today? Cheesy potato soup. You're going to like it. I guarantee it. I'm ready. I'm going to make some fried Brussels sprouts. Not like deep fried, but just like pan fried. Okay. Um, I think it's gonna be I'm a win. A big fan of Brussels, Brussels sprouts. sprouts. Who's not? Anyone um, under thirteen? I well, get it. Anyone prior to like two thousand ten? Like, is that <laughs> when people decided to make Brussels sprouts awesome? 
Like before that, <laughs> there literally wasn't a good Brussels sprout. And now they're all mushy and your just, mom made like you a, eat them. They and were it was disgusting. thawed from the, like a bag from yeah. the freezer. Yeah, and, I don't know and you know, your mom around. was like, I ain't eating this shit. <laughs> you better eat these Brussels sprouts. <laughs> Yeah, but she know. never touched one. I don't know. I remember vividly growing up and my mom and my brother having a serious fight over um, peas because my brother was like, I won't <laughs> eat these peas. My mom was like, you're going to eat these peas. And then like there was some sort of standoff of like, if I eat these peas, I'm never going to eat these peas again. And my mom was like, yeah, sure. And then like at the time I was like, wow, he never has to eat peas again. But then like now as a parent, I'm like, she wasn't paying attention. She doesn't know what she was getting into with that agreement. Signing contracts. Yeah. That's funny. Man. Anyway, so I'm gonna make fried Brussels sprouts and then um, I made an apple pie. <laughs> That's just weird. At like five AM today. Bizarre. I came down and literally at it's six in the morning. Six and Lisa was in the kitchen with an apron making an apple pie. Um well we had a bunch of apples left over from our I'm sorry. This is so... I can't even get this out of my mouth. Um, we had a bunch of apples left over from our trip to the apple orchard, what we went to <laughs> a couple uh, weeks ago. This is so white. I mean, like, that that was the worst. Um, and so I had to use them up. So I made an apple pie. Do it. And, um, and then I made a lasagna for tomorrow. And I'm very excited about this lasagna because... Our stories are ridiculous. Okay, so our neighbor Kenny, <laughs> is, the blind guy with he's the blind with the the pit bull. If you if you listen to our show, you've heard of him. Yeah, Kenny is blind and he's got a pit bull that is the most gorgeous pit bull you've ever Ooh, seen in your could life. Be a good transition. Hold on. Yeah. Okay, I will. Blake, he is he's like that like gray, silver, bluish color. Like he really is like one of the most beautiful pit bulls like, you've ever seen. Blue nose, I think they're is called. Is that what they're called? Yeah, I don't know. He's yeah, um, he's the best pit bull I've ever seen and I love pit bulls. Gorgeous. And he's he was in dog fights. They like put him in dog fights and I think he was terrible at them. Show topic dogs. It's so about puppy mills, all right? Okay. We'll get back but to dogs. my point is that <laughs> Kenny is blind. So People bring him produce to eat because they think that he needs produce. I don't really know what the. It's like, yeah, I think it's like the city sends There's some sort of like program. But he always then just turns around and gives us these, this produce. All of it. Yeah. And it's like 20 pounds. Like he literally dropped off like 10 pounds of peaches, three pounds of green peppers, four pounds of red peppers. So, um,. (laughs) I used. Sorry, not to what? not to cut in here, but we could do the first half hour okay, without okay. ever talking about anything. But I'm um, Before this, I came home for a break, mm-hmm. and Lisa thinks that there's a drug slash prostitution <laughs> ring being run out of Kenny's house. Sorry, I couldn't not bring this up. No, I feel like that's really bad. No Talk one knows that. who Kenny is. They might. <laughs> but literally, our next door neighbor is an old, like. 65 year old black guy that mm-hmm. can't see he's been blind since the 80s he's really funny though he like makes fun of himself being blind oh he's hilarious like i was like the other day i was like kenny your flowers are blooming and he was like uh i can't see that i'm blind lisa don't you remember <laughs> he always tries to tick my car he's like can i drive that thing <laughs> but anyways um weird things happen there and Lisa was yeah. pretty sure there was a drug prostitution slash drugs were going on. And she was standing in the window peering at everyone. She's like, you see me? I'm staring at you. I see me? I'm staring at you. 
Again. But anyways, then he brought over all this produce. So carry on. I think the produce was hush money. <laughs> That's what we decided. <laughs> um, I'm like, getting paid in potatoes. That chick needs... <laughs> Shut like, her up. Somebody out. go take care of her. And they're like, wait, she's a vegan. <laughs> grab that, grab that basket of vegetables we have rotting over in the corner. <laughs> Anyways, um, I he there was a bunch of red peppers in the, the... The hush money basket? The hush money. And I roasted them and um, turned them into... Usually I would make a romesco sauce with the red peppers, which has almonds and bread in it. Uh, but this time I just made... Like a regular red uh, roasted red pepper, like sauce. So I it was roasted red peppers and onions and garlic, and then I put a fresh tomato in there, and probably a bunch of spices and a bunch of other stuff. I'm probably not listing, and I should, but um, pureed it, and it was really good. You you tasted it, right? Yeah, that was delicious. You would right? call romesco? No, romesco has. Um, almonds and bread in it so that didn't but anyways I put it in the lasagna so I'm very excited about the lasagna tomorrow because it has a special sauce in it rather I than just wait. marinara I'm Boom. excited for it done sorry that was a really long intro <laughs> not a lot well, the one other content. food that you made I wanted to talk about what was the hamburger helper oh right I loved it do you mm-hmm. want to talk about how you made it in like 10 seconds uh, the trick was vegan cream cheese Oh, okay. I I was actually very confused on how to make the hamburger helper. I was like, is it marinara? Is it red sauce? What is this? And I it was nutritional yeast, uh, fake you know cheese like cheddar cheese, uh, cream cheese, and then a can of um, canned tomatoes, diced mm. tomatoes, and it was the tits. It was amazing. Like it was I ate really so much of it. good. I was eating it one day and I was like, you know what? I keep getting mad about how much I'm eating lately. And I was like, I'm just, I can't, I don't even care. I'm just going to keep eating this until I hate myself. (laughs) I just kept doing it. And then it it was, and then the next, I ate it for like three or four consecutive meals. Literally, I had it for dinner that night. And then I had it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I think the next day. It's okay. But, anyways, soon after that, Jacqueline, who's been on the show, my keto sister, um, who will be on again soon? She's actually your sister. She's just not your sister in keto. She's dieting. my real sister who does keto. And, <laughs> my uh, keto sister's we'll, we'll, standing strong. We'll work on that. But uh, um, the the holiday season's coming on. So if if you've been a long time listener of Lisa Beach or Me, yeah, you're, you're gonna get some hopefully some sister action soon. Oh, Excited yeah. to visit the family, but uh, we haven't seen him in um, a while. Jacqueline whose husband is vegan, and she is keto. And she makes vegan food all the time, though. All the time. So I'm, I'm excited to have Jacqueline. her back on to talk. Yeah. On, keto uh, Jacqueline on Instagram. On Instagram. We should look that up so we can give the real one out. But anyways, um, she's she's awesome. But she posted a picture <laughs> posted a picture to the family uh, text message group. About her hamburger helper? Her making real hamburger helper. And I piped in like, Lisa made me that the other day, and then I said something. And, vegan. and when you said that, all of your sisters at the exact time rolled their eyes. Yeah. Like, oh my god. And then Teresa decided, my youngest sister, to type back, "Hey, brother, leave it for the podcast." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's "Amazing, touche, uh-huh. <laughs> just fantastic." Do you know what my wife made me? Yeah. A vegan she's, version. She's like, "Shut up." If you want to talk about your vegan crap, you literally have a show you can talk about it That's on. Really we don't need to funny. hear it. But anyways, um, so today's show is about puppy Dogs. mills. But I have a 
a little transition off of that that I find more fascinating, but we'll get to that. Um, but Puppy Mills. Yeah. So did you watch any of that I documentary? I five minutes of it. And Do then, you know what it's called? Um, the There's a bunch of documentaries about Puppy Mills. But on this, Netflix? This one was on Amazon, that Amazon oh, Prime okay. talk, package oh, I was talking so, about. So if you're one of our rich listeners... <laughs> You might have you might have seen this. <laughs> if you're over a certain socioeconomic level, yeah, you like can watch. which is the poverty line. <laughs> I think it's like twenty eight thousand dollars a year for a family of four. If you <laughs> make over thirty thousand dollars a year as a family, um, you might have Amazon Prime and could afford to listen to this show. Um, <laughs> it was called the Madonna of the Mills, I think. Hmm. Um, it was a little bit older, but I started to watch a documentary about. Puppy Mills, and because I was like, we should do a story about Puppy Mill or a podcast about Puppy Mills, and so I was, I was going to do the research, and the research lasted maybe five minutes because in five minutes into watching this the show, I was like, I can't do this. There's like, as a like as a vegan, I care about um like a like a pig or a cow or something, but I don't know, like a dog. I don't want to say that like I care about them more because that's not You're like, like welling up right now. That <laughs> you I can't see dogs getting hurt. No, like, I get, they're I the get most what you're innocent. saying. Like, we we say that sometimes like, oh, you care about dogs, you don't care about something else, but dogs have become uh, and I actually found an article about this, like a, a, a almost like a middle line between a human being and an animal. I could like, see we that. have literally bred dogs in our own vision mm-hmm. of the perfect animal. Yeah. And they exist 100% because of our selfish yeah. like it ideas. Is, it is selfish. It's selfish, but it's 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 not like But it's same way Selfish is a negative word. I don't think what way, we've done to dogs is negative at all. It's the same way that kids are selfish. That yeah. like I want a kid, I'm going to have one of those. I want a dog, I'm going to have one of those. But and then there's but there's humans and there's wolves. And everything in between is because humans made domesticated them this thing. I that, get it that we love. So, anyways, well, I, I freaking love the them. emotional attachment them. to them. It almost makes me understand a little bit why there's dog lovers who mm. aren't vegan. Like it's there is that line it's that different. some people can draw. Whatevs. I don't agree let's with not, that. Let's not judge people this episode no we never do that i always do but let's just say (laughs) like if you're listening and you're not being a vegan it's fine let's just talk about dogs and our love of dogs there you go and i have a couple things on this um but it started with puppy mills and that you peeking in on that documentary and i don't even know what a puppy mill is until um I've just heard Lisa say it a few times did you cry in your classroom when you read about them no i've seen you scowl at like pet stores and stuff but no i mean i've said this before i'm i've i have a a newfound love and respect for animals but i'm That's not good. like a animal lover well i am <laughs> i am but i'm fucking die hard like a, over here like i'm an everything lover but i'm not like someone who thinks that much about animals i do think they're an inferior species and i I human, think I literally think human, they're superior. Human beings are always more important than animals Mm-mm. to me. So, um, no, my dog only has love for me. But the puppy mill thing is pretty shitty, and it's Let's weird. Let's get into and, it. Why is it so shitty? Well, what is a puppy mill? Is the the first question that I had to ask myself. I didn't know. Um, I didn't realize. I thought it's. I mean, I I saw it more as a place where they breed these dogs that end up in a pet store. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I didn't realize that it's almost, it reminded me of reading about uh, the dairy industry and cows. Mm -hmm. um, they treat the mother, who's the most important part of the operation, like shit. Yes. Because she's not part of the final product. Yes. So a puppy mill is Keep the, the same thing. Keep the milk clean. Yeah, the parents are the whole operation. What they produce is what makes the profit. So the parents can be treated like shit, but they're still going to reproduce. And I, yes. I don't know. I never thought of it like that. That's the only way I think about it. Yeah. But that's what a puppy mill is essentially. So the, the actual that's... definition is a place where the well-being of the parents, Are particularly not... the mother, is completely... Mm -hmm. you just, I just feel like, like that would make a better puppy. But I guess when you buy a puppy, you're buying it visually. You're not buying... Um, I could for talk. quality. I could talk for hours about <laughs> yes, that the 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 goal is visual, not yeah. That's why. So, so in a nutshell, a puppy mill is a shitty place where they raise dogs. They pump out these beautiful puppies, mm -hmm. but what's pumping them out are treated like garbage. or living in dirt and squalor and treated like shit. Treated just enough to stay really alive. Horribly. And the second they reproduce, they're quickly pumped with another again and again, again way and again before again. they should naturally um or physically be able to handle another yes. pregnancy um until yes. they're until they're not producing anymore and then they're they're, not, they're killed or sold off right not to veer off topic but the other day i was at the the park and um uh bob and max are really close in age together and this lady like was like oh honey you're gonna have so much fun my kids are super close in age they were nine and a half months apart and i was like what, what? nine and a half months i was like that's not following doctor's orders like that's uh, not cool does that mean we can have sex that does not mean we can have sex because that's not appropriate <laughs> like wait till your doctor's needs to clear that. It's like two weeks. Yes, I'm. Like I know. I'm not. No, that's not what I meant with that story. Can we split it. I was oh, in the middle Jesus. at five. Okay. So, anyways, what I'm saying is that these puppies are just constantly impregnated, and it's super. I don't and want to I you. and I was just being done pregnant. It's hard, and it's probably really hard for puppies. Not puppies, adult moms like and it, it's sure not it, easy being pregnant sure it's not, it affects like the quality of the puppy too well so they're still cute I'm, as shit but they're i'm sure you're gonna get into it but a lot of these puppies from these puppy mills are inbred that, oh yeah do you are you going no to i don't have that okay but. well i can tell you this piece is that a lot it's um a lot of these puppies are from the amish country and i don't know why that matters and what i was about to say but uh, well, it does actually okay but <laughs> a lot of them um they don't have that many puppies to inbreed or to breed with so they just keep breeding within the same um group and i think they also want a specific type of puppy like they want the little multi poo or you know labradoodles or golden doodles or they want a specific thing and so they just take those same breeds and breed them over and over and over again and a lot so these inbred puppies have a lot of issues and that's why a lot of these quote-unquote designer dogs have um the same like habitual problems like genetic problems and they don't maybe last as long which is super sad to say yeah that's like like uh, my cousin, I have a cousin who, he's a cool dude, and but he, he was loves. Inbred. No, he loves. 
upset him. I don't <laughs> think didn't so. Know why you were going through him? <laughs> he, I have a cousin who he was obsessed with like uh, this bulldog that he had. Yeah, and his it was the coolest dog ever. But he lived in Manhattan, mm-hmm. like literally in the thick of Manhattan. It's and hard. You got to get he, a dog. He, he worked on Wall Street, and he lived on like a fourth floor, and he had this beautiful, big old fat. Mm. Uh, bulldog or what did I say? Bulldog. bulldog. Yeah, like right? the short guys with like tiny legs and, and they have, like, they're like respiratory fe- issues. Yeah, P- and, I feel uh, like people with bulldogs are like obsessed with bulldogs. They, I get why, but you'd have they to have money. They got such a personality. You gotta have money. Like oh, because you gotta get of, like, him walked. No, he had like surgeries oh, all the time yeah. and stuff. But they were so obsessed with this dog that my aunt and uncle went and got. Um, they tracked down where he came from. Mm-hmm. And it was in like Tennessee or somewhere in the south, and got like one of his siblings but i i think like i don't know in my mind like there's got to be some inbreeding on that level yeah but inbreeding or not it's like you're recreating this make-believe animal mm-hmm. that we created that has chronic issues yeah like respiratory issues but at the same time it's like that thing was freaking cool this shit <laughs> It, it was, was a really cool dog. It like, was, but bulldogs are so cool. But they're, bulldogs are cool. But you know, you're not who, gonna find one at the pound. But do you, you know who's also was cool? No, literally any dog. Yeah. Like, have you met a dog, and you're like, like a dog that was okay. Let me preface this: a dog that was like well loved. They're like they're literally like children. Yeah. Like if they are loved and fed and taken well care of, they're going to be a good dog. Yeah, if they're not, get, they're not going to be a good dog. I want to get into that, <clears throat> like breeds and then where they came from. Um, so puppy mills actually isn't that much of this show. Um, but, but puppy to be mills honest, suck. like I just want it. Puppy mills suck. They are, from my understanding, but you, from my research, you probably know more about this than I do, Lisa. They get sent to pet stores, mm-hmm. but a lot a lot of pet stores pretend that they're not from getting mills. from them from puppy mills because so, puppy mill isn't a real definition. If you go to Petland or Petland's the number one offender, do we have Petland? We do. Yeah, we have Petland. Like, what's our biggest pet store on here? Petland, Petland? is literally like a what's like the one on- like at the Easton Mall? That's not Petland. I don't know the one. It's a Easton giant Mall. pet store, but it's not. Petland. If if it's called a pet store. Petland was the was the worst offender. But if, if it's called a now. pet store, it is an offender. It I, I would I'm gonna go out on a limb that I would assume that their puppies come from puppy mills. That, like, so if you Aunt Susie Q is not breeding four dogs or bringing them to the pet store. No, because <laughs> yeah. just like let's just think about this like um, logically. So M- monetarily if, and profit wise, yes. So if you are a breeder, and I'm not saying like I get my animals, my one animal came from a um, like a foster situation. So Sam probably came from a puppy mill or came from a breeder, and he he has some defects, meaning that he sheds <laughs> and he's he's probably not what someone wanted. So like he ended up in a in place. a foster, yeah. yeah. So he probably came from like somewhere like a puppy mill or some breeder and then they didn't like him and so they sent him somewhere else but um i'm not saying that like you can only get your dogs from fosters or the humane society or the pound you should because a lot of those animals are amazing and why wouldn't you want like a mutt and mutts have so many good characteristics the the more of a mutt you get, the better, I swear, the the dog is. Like, I'm all for the pound. But if you go to a puppy store or a pet store or whatever, odds are those animals 
probably all came from a poppy mill. And that means that the the mother was forcibly raped to get a puppy out, which sounds really, now that I think about it, kind of like, it's not like, when when do dogs get together like on their own? Yeah. Mate? They, all the time. Really? They just, well, okay, so you're talking about like breeds and that's a topic that no, I wanted to have. I'm just giving like an overall kind of like statement about pep stars and puppy mills. I'm just saying that if, there's there's like a couple places you can go to get a pet. You can go to a pet store. You can go to the Humane Society. You can look online. You can go to a breeder, right? Yeah. So out of those, if you want a dog, if out of those four places, like humanely, probably going to the pound would be the best, right? Yeah. But then, uh, if you want to go to like a person who sells this, like is a breeder, but like it. Like a breeder that only does a specific breed that like you can go to the house and be like, this is where these animals are. And see what's going yeah, on. Like that's not like the coolest, but that's also better than the pet store. Yeah. I'm just saying that there's like a spectrum of where to get a pet from. Yeah, one would be I mean, the pound. I, one would be the pet store. But I feel like you can get whatever you want from the pound. and You have to wait for it. You, there like, is a spectrum, but it just seems like. I don't know. Even the person raising dogs, it's just like it's for why? money. Yeah, yeah, it's for money. There's so it's so many freaking dogs. There are a I, lot, and like, let's not even get started on cats because there's literally bazillions of cats. There's a there's a billion dogs in the world. In the world, that's a insane. billion dogs. You know how many of them are domesticated? No, how many? Thirty percent. What? Seven. Hundred million of the dogs are are just walking streets in some of these overpopulated countries, just surviving on their own. They're dogs. Jesus. They're not wolves. Thirty percent are domesticated. That's but, crazy. And then in our country, most of the dogs are, are sitting in pounds. So yeah, don't just start with the pound and finish with the pound, or just don't get a dog. Cheapers. That's yeah. <laughs> no, I shouldn't say that. No, but that you leads should. Me you should because the, a lot the, of the what I was fascinated by my research of this show. Okay, and I will stop. But most, a lot of people, and like coming from the surrounding neighborhoods that we live around, there's a lot of people who have dogs, and they don't. They might think they care about them, but they don't because the way they treat them is like not okay. So yeah, yeah, if you can't afford a dog and you don't have the time, it's not actually the affording. Do you have the time to take care of your dog and walk it and pick up its shit and feed it twice a day and take it to the vet? If you don't have the time, don't get a fucking dog. Yeah, I mean, Sorry. I think that's the minimum and a lot of people don't do that. You should walk it Every once a day. day. At the minimum... <laughs> Maybe five days a week you can get away with. Yeah. But I would say most people don't. I know our neighbors. I see that they don't walk their dogs. No. Some people do. Some people walk their dog every single day. Some walk them twice a day. Mm-hmm. A lot don't walk their dogs at all. That's um, not cool. Walk your dog. Feed it, like you said. Um, and then for me personally, there's some companionship there. Um, like tremendously, especially for people who... Snuggle with your dog once a week. Yeah, there's a lot of companionship aspects. But for me, I love the security of a dog. Like dogs are loyal to... What's your term? To a T. To a T. Dogs are going to protect you. 
And I love that about dogs. I love when I'm gone that I know that Sam is here. And if anything ever went down. He's a terrible watchdog. He's a terrible watchdog. Someone broke into my home and stole things from yes. inside my house and he didn't wake up. He's not perfect. No. He's not perfect. But um, I don't think Sam is going to save the day from burgles. But if, um, but if, if someone if, came up to me yes. and tried to like fuck with me, yes. Sam would... Sam would go crazy. Yes. And if, He's if, very loyal. If someone came into the house and like punched you and Sam didn't do anything about it, he would be fired. Um, but he, he would. He was not fired about after the the first uh, home invasion. If we like, if <laughs> but, we, like but if, play fight, he goes crazy. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like I don't, when I'm gone, I know that if anyone ever kicked the door in or even when I'm here, someone kicked the front door in and came, try to come up the stairs they would have to get through Same. a dog. And can, that's, we give, can we that's, give like a two second just like love addition to my dog, oh Sam? Oh my gosh. He's six years old, six plus right now. I got him when he was like 10 weeks old. He was a gift just, from my ex-husband. He just like farted. He probably did. He's literally the best dog ever. He's got a one and a half year old who pulls on his, his ears and his tail and pushes him out of the way and like bites him on a like regular basis. And he's just the best dog and ever. And kisses him. He does. He's literally, he's a labradoodle, but he's a like a reject labradoodle. Yeah, he's a good guy. He got kicked out of bed when Lisa yeah. met me. Because I used to, I literally used to spoon with him. And then he got kicked off every couches, mm-hmm. er, or every couch. Um, but anyways, sorry. Sam love, is a labradoodle. Love you, Sam. Let's bring this back around. Um, when I was researching this, first in my brain, it was like, why do people want purebred dogs? And then in my brain, it was like, what the hell is a purebred dog? And I couldn't, I did a lot of reading on this and I Mm -hmm. couldn't find a link. I did find a link. And if you know about dogs and you can fill me in on this, please do. LisaBeatsYourMeat at gmail.com. I read a ton about how a wolf became a dog. Okay. 30,000 years ago. But I can't quite grasp how we ended up with all these different quote unquote pure breeds. And you want a purebred dog. A, to me, a purebred dog is a fucking wolf. Like, yeah. go get a wolf. Okay. But wolf to pit bull to chihuahua yeah, how to did a hot chihu- dog how to did chihuahua labradoodle. come out of a pit bull? Or like, I know a, a labradoodle is a lab and a poodle mixed, but what is a lab and what is a poodle? Yes. And then There's what, so many what is them. a it's it's insane but i guess throughout history we've had different needs for dogs so they've become better at certain things pomeranians used to fight lions that's insane mm-hmm. not um, if you knew my mom's old pomeranian <laughs> well that was the uh i don't know that was where i got confused and that's where i kind of want to take this to end the show is what is a dog end the show i thought um, we were just starting no i mean <laughs> yeah to finish the show just kidding but do you know where dog like no, how we no got idea. dogs? Enlighten me, Jimmy. Apparently, they are that. Like, we we decided what dogs are. Okay. There was wolves and there was people hunting mm-hmm. and gathering, and these wolves were aggressive and scary, and we didn't want to mess with them. Wolves are scary. But uh, apparently, like people in their camps would see these dogs, or sorry, wolves, mm-hmm. and then if there was a weak one. It would kind of hang out a little bit and they would kind of try to take it and it wouldn't work. But then eventually we would take like their puppies um, from the weaker wolves and they wouldn't 
And those turned into breeds? They wouldn't fuck us up. Like they they would become what? our friends. And then they would stay with us. And then apparently they became like, I don't know, one, one author that I read compared them to parasites. They went from hunters who had to survive. You know, we all have to survive. Mm-hmm. You and I survive by going, feeding you. going to high school. And then we get like a... A job at McDonald's and we buy food like we've adapted in that direction <laughs> but a dog used to kill things mm-hmm. so did we a dog would kill things but then it adapted to being a partner of a human that would feed it okay but how do we get the uh, weird breeds I, I, I told you I don't know what? but well through the 30,000 years that and dogs apparently been a pet way longer than cats we've no way those Egyptians had cats yes the Egyptian yeah but not as long Not as dogs. dogs way longer. The Egyptian cat, which is, I guess, goes back about 15 to 20,000 years. Okay. Dogs apparently have been domesticated for 30,000 years, which that blows my mind because in my 30, brain, like. Well, yeah, can we stop? Like, 30,000 years. Like Jesus. So I've been 2, years alive ago. for 33 <laughs> years. <laughs> and you're telling me that a dog has been domesticated for 30,000. Yeah. When was Jesus alive? Two thousand years ago. Oh, that's, right, because that's our time and history. Oh, because like Catholics rule the the times, the calendar. Yeah. Yeah. But even a, say you're not Christian, you're just like a historian. You still. But yet you follow the Catholic time. Well, we all do. Yeah. Um, wink, like a, wink. Was that a wink, wink? What comedian did that whole thing? <laughs> Louis C.K. Was that yeah, him? Like, the guy who jerks off in front of people? Yeah, but he doesn't. I feel bad for him because I feel like his sexual aggressions were just like him being a pervert. You know? It's really funny you said that because I was just thinking about how a year ago mm-hmm. we did a turkey episode mm-hmm. and we also tied in Louis C.K. Hmm. Uh, that happened a year ago. Really? So I, went, I actually, that was an episode that I was like, I kind of want to listen to that again. Aww, so if you want to go back to. Choke the chicken. I get it. No, I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> but where, where was I? I don't know. Sorry, man. <laughs> um, the that. calendar. Jesus was alive for 2,000 oh, yeah. years. Anyways, 30,000 years is a long time ago. In my brain, like. Is a his I, I'm a history major. I'm sorry. Are you I've, calling yourself a historian? I have a degree, so I have a bachelor's degree in history. Can I call myself a historian? I don't. No, um, you can. I don't if, think I can. You can if I can call myself a political scientist because I have a minor in political scientist. That's not actually how you say it. I have a minor so that's, in political that's, that's, scientist. That's a no, Lisa. <laughs> so clearly, I'm really educated. All right. The point is, dogs have been around for a while, um, <laughs> and the best we can tell from research that was done that i researched (laughs) is that we brought these dogs on and then we needed different things from them we needed hunters we needed you know companions and as they they traveled the world and and serve different purposes they developed into different different roles and responsibilities but why don't we do that with cats i just don't understand i just like i said i don't understand this like they didn't happen to humans yeah, it wasn't like, like you are going I to mean, be bred to we have like mill the Asians fields. and Mexicans and Canadians and like Scandinavians, but we're all still just humans. We're not like as different but, as a but like, we like, do like, have the difference certain... between like a Chihuahua and like a Great Dane. It's... No, time out. You put like a like a Norwegian next to like like a Mexican. 
Those are, it's like, that would be the same as looking at like a Chihuahua and like a- Great Dane? Yeah, like it would be like, they are very different. Like they clearly grew up in different regions of the country. They clearly like- So we solved Are meant for different things. Like physically, if you look at like the breeds of- Humans? That's making sense to me now. So then, they do look so very then that different. would be what a purebred is. I want like a, I want a, <laughs> I want like a, an African. I want an Australian. I want a, a, I want a white guy. I want a Mexican. I want a pit bull. I want a Chihuahua. Is this that what be, we're doing? Like this could be a new like you know like hashtag Me Too. Like we could literally create a new like dogisms. Yeah, like a new movement. Like don't ask for purebreds. It's messed up. It's it's dogist. It's dogist. Oh, don't be dogist. It is though. You know, like what's wrong with a mutt? Honestly. <laughs> hashtag dogist. We got to the bottom of it. That's, we we have a new thing to be offended by, folks, if you needed one. If you ran out of things, <laughs> we just came up with a new one. I think it's a good one. Why? What's so wrong with just a straight up mutt? And, and think about it. People do it all the time. Like, oh, I only like, um, like, what are those little dogs? Like, I only like Pomeranians or I only yeah. like Maltese's. And it's like, really? That's really fucked up to say, <laughs> you know? But I guess that's where it comes down to like, what a puppy mill is to bring it full circle. It puppy mill brings out is the not certain breeds pumping out mutts. They're trying to produce. Hell no, they're not. This purebred that people want. For I've never had a purebred. I don't know. Is a uh, what's Teresa's dog? Well, a pit bull is probably a purebred, but no one like wants those. I didn't have a purebred pit. I had a pit bull lab, and it was the best dog in history. I had, if we can give a shout out to like the best dogs in our life, I just like to. I've had a lot of dogs I in my life. I guess everyone day. could. I mean, dogs are pretty special. Yeah, I had, okay. So, best dog probably, it's a tough call. I don't know. I'm going to say like. They can't hear you. I'm going to say like best dog like growing up as a child was. Please use their names because oh, they're I, wicked racist. I, I, I will. So, my parents had two dogs and there's a portrait of both these dogs in my parents' living room. Um, BJ, which oh, okay. stood for Billy Joel. Oh, so Billy Joel just showed up at my parents' house. BJ and um, I can't. <laughs> BJ just showed up at my parents' house and wouldn't leave, and so they were like, "Okay, I guess you're our new dog now." And then um, the next one, I think they they got from the pound, and his name was Beaner. The <laughs> 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 Chihuahua. No. He was like a he was a mutt of some sort, and we were never allowed to touch him. <laughs> he would bite you, literally. Like if you touched this dog, he would bite you. Like oh, I don't man. think I pet this dog, and he lived in my house for ten years, and oh. I didn't touch him. Um, that was my childhood. Um, and then Brandy was also what the hell? That's Brandy, jeez. I'm like really having some issues with my childhood right now. Um, okay. Ugh. And then uh growing up we had Woody because he was named after um Woody Hayes because my mom found him on Woody Hayes Boulevard at OSU and he was a pit bull Rottweiler mix. Hell yeah. So to say that he was he was aggressive AF. Like Man. He, yeah, he had to be actually that's actually sad because he had to be put down because he literally um he Tried to kill everything. He yeah, was that, super that cool. could be a new topic. Yeah, he was super cool. And like, I can tell you that like my family and if a dog had to be put down because they're aggressive in my family, then 
he can't make it anywhere because my like my <laughs> yeah, my family like we take care of everything but this dog really like he yeah went after this little dog like five times we were gonna get sued like it was he was gonna that kill. was another question i had like is he was there, gonna kill something is for there sure. a line there like i'm sure there's people listening that might not have that line but mm-hmm. when is this wolf that we domesticated this was a wolf i can yeah, tell do, you do we have to interject yeah which is sad too like um, we domesticated a wolf and then when it it tries to behave like a wolf be wolfy we have to kill it so like woody dying and being put down um literally to date was the saddest the worst thing that i had to go through yeah, and, I can and imagine. I, like, I don't know, but I bet if I asked my mom, she would be like, yes, that was the worst thing I've ever had to go. Th- I bet it would be the worst thing my dad had to go through. Like, this dog was the best dog ever, but the fact that we had to put him down was the worst thing. Mm. And, like, I mean, we've gone through death and divorce and, like, awful things, but that was that was the worst. He's, it, it to put it, like, into perspective, he is everyone's password. So if that, <laughs> like. This is bringing up, like. I guess maybe with anyone listening to this, you like just. I guess everyone has traumatizing pet stories. Oh, like for pets sure. are such a big deal. It's they, weird. And growing up, like the uh, James. Oh my gosh, James yeah. talks about Mackenzie all the time. Which was the lab people I just referenced, but the the dogs that you have growing up are so a part of your family. Yeah, James is nine, but he was born with this dog. He talks about seven. Mackenzie at least once a week. Once, a, uh, even more than that. Maybe it's once insane. a day. But when I was little, like, so my dad was like a savage when it comes to animals. <laughs> like, uh, I don't even know how to explain it. But actually, this uh, I'm going to tell a quick story. It has a happy ending. And I hope my sisters listen to this. But my, when I was little, we had a cat that disappeared for two weeks. And then it came back. And we were like, oh, my gosh. Okay, we came back, Tiger. Like, wow, then, you're so smart. And then we had another cat that disappeared and never came back. But it was the same cat that my mom brought home and didn't tell my, bet, my dad about. Mm-hmm. And we hid it for a month in the basement. A month? A month. We had a mattress. See like our stairs are in the basement? Yeah. We had a mattress across that. And he never went down there. And he was a work. He was working nine to yeah. five at least. Came home and That's went impressive. to bed type of thing. We hid it for a month. And finally he found the cat. Caught what it. What happened? Um, well, then it had kittens. Oh, my God. <laughs> in like a closet in my sister's oh bedroom. Oh, my God. Get your cats fixed. We didn't know what the hell we were doing. Oh, my uh, They God. didn't, obviously. So we got rid of all those kittens. In a nice way. Okay. And then uh, <laughs> got rid like, of all like those adopted kittens. whatever, like farms, whatever, I think. And then, um, <laughs> the, but then the cat ran away. And then, so the first cat that ran away for, so we found this out when we were older. The first cat that ran away, my dad drove mm-hmm. like a half an hour away from our house and, and just, just, dropped, and just it off. dropped it off on the side of the road. And it took two weeks to find its way back. And it, it fucking homeward bound its way back. For two weeks. That's it, it came back. And then he was like, shit, I got to drive it away even farther. Oh, my God. Um, so he did. And that's why that one didn't come back. But he told my sister that like, like ha, ha, ha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no big deal. She was like, I have to go to my room right a little, now. A little like mortified. And I was just like, oh, that's I weird. Would die. But he didn't, he didn't have that kind of feelings for animals. Neither did I. And then- Apparently, after I moved out, we had this cat named Millie that we got, or cat, mm-hmm. dog. Mm-hmm. It was a little dog named Millie for the millennium. It was the Christmas of 2000. And uh, it was the tiniest Aren't little, like, cute? cute dog. Mm-hmm. And uh, it lived a couple years. 
in the house when we had all moved out. So my younger sister still lived there and uh, it got hit by a car, which is <gasps> super freaking sad. That is. It, it, it escaped too. It's not like they let the dog out. It okay. escaped and got hit by a car. And apparently my dad shed a little tear over this dog. Really? And I know if he shed a tear over this then dog. it was intense. There was a wall up that just. Got He fought for demolished. days before that wall came down, before that tear like popped out. And uh, so, so the moral of that story is that like, Everyone loves animals. Yeah, pets are pretty important in people's lives. And actually, yeah. <laughs> rewind real quick. I had a little black lab in like ninth grade that a neighbor was trying to get rid of. Yeah. My parents thought I could keep it. Oh, yeah. And I didn't do a good enough job, but <gasps> I loved this dog. Yeah. His name was Grace. And uh-huh. I walked it and I kissed it and I hugged it and I loved it. And I came home from school one day and it was just gone. Oh, no. And I was like, what happened? My dad was like, you suck at taking care of this dog. I got rid of it. Oh. And I was horrified yes but he at least told me where it went oh and so i I used to get to go visit it oh but he had zero feelings feelings about it he might have he was just that was what he was putting out to you i told you i'm not taking care of this dog yeah if you don't it's gone and i didn't and it was gone so anyways that's that's super sad could um, you imagine that when woody got put down i went on a camp i was in high school i was like a junior in high school so i could drive and um me and my friends went camping because that's what me and my super feminine, cool, <laughs> cheerleading you guys probably wore like girlfriends a Patagonia went. vests yeah, while no. you were camping. We like peed like boys and drank <laughs> beers and like smoked cigarettes that like didn't actually work because I was like, "Are you inhaling?" And they're like, "Yeah, this is disgusting." I'm just kidding. Uh, I want but one of those. Um, we went for a camping trip and I came like when I left, my mom was like, "Lisa." Woody's gonna have to go down and I was like no that's not happening because like Woody was just the shit he was like the best dog ever and um when I came back from this trip like I so I like didn't accept it so like my mom told me like this is what's up and I was like I'm not even, I'm not dealing with that I'm, like not even putting that in my head and then when I came back the dog was gone and I was like looking around the house I was like where's Woody my mom was like Lisa we put him down, which in retrospect, I feel really bad that I was like really shitty to my mom because I was like all kind of mean words to her. And you like, know that she didn't do that. Out oh, of like a, oh, for sure. That was probably that was probably the hardest thing she had to do. And I was yeah. like, screw you, mom. I cannot. I, I was devastated. Like I like <sighs> like I like not to like be like, what was me? But like I've had people die in my life. I, I've gone through divorce. I've been really upset before. But I'm not lying. I've never cried. Like I cried when that dog died. Like sitting in my car like, oh my God, there's like no tomorrow. Like tomorrow does not, the sun does not rise when this dog is not here on the earth. Like, but yeah, like everyone has that story that like, Oh my yeah. God, my childhood dog or this this animal. The putting them down thing is weird though. It's so like, sad. Uh, you met Justin when we went to uh, Connecticut, yeah, Cape Cod area. Wine opener, Justin. Yeah, I remember it all the time. Lisa I got, got a wine, wine opener, opener on her trip as a souvenir. Uh, we had a college dog named Jake who was a Jack Russell Terrier. You've which, talked about this dog. Which is purebred, right? Jack. Jack yeah, Russell. Yeah, I think so. Purebred, smartest dog I've ever met in my life to this day. Um, wouldn't touch a thing besides your jugular. Like when, <laughs> when we were gone, no worries. But home, if you're hanging out, you try to do like some sit-ups at the couch. You yeah. would literally try to bite your neck really? open. And he was a sweetie. He could stand up. You could tell him to do anything. He would do anything. That's so weird. And, uh, but 
because of how smart he was, it was like a little more forgiving. I think Megan, yeah. my sister, actually has a scar in her hand from him. Really? And uh, he did some damage, but he was just tiny too. So it was like, oh, little yeah. bastard, you gotta just, you yeah. gotta know, you gotta know. Like you, you said, that you had that one dog. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Yeah. And uh, but Justin's wife uh, was feeding it one day, and she knew she they had had mm-hmm. the relationship, but mm-hmm. she knew what to do and what not to do and she got too close to him while he was eating and he like he bit her face Mm -mm. and like cut her from like her nostril to her lip like cut her face open from her nostril to her lip and even she was like it's my fault yeah but he was just like no this can't be around and i i I had some love for this dog but Mm -hmm. nothing like this guy did like this was five years after college so i'm just like picturing this it's like you're Woody story, like bringing yeah. that thing in, but I guess you kind of have to. You know, it gets really scary with other people and other kids. Like that's yeah. like where you draw the line. I don't know. Maybe there's a, a solution that doesn't involve that, but I, don't know. I guess the uh, moral of the story. Yeah, bring it full circle is don't what, go to puppy mills. Like my new under. <laughs> yeah, I mean my new understanding of a dog that I didn't have until we started planning for this episode is that they are not. In my opinion, they're not fully animal. They're not fully human. They're something that in between. humans took from the animal kingdom, and there's nothing like it. I mean, a cat is close to That's it. That's true. No cats are super bitchy. Uh, but but and, and, and they have their own personalities. But they're they're also a, a thing that doesn't exist in nature that we've That's taken. True. From, I mean, cows are the same thing, but we eat them. Chickens are the same thing we eat right. them. But, but dogs the, dog the only thing that we is something that we personify like a ton. Yeah, we took it from nature, made it our own thing, and it's still an animal. Mm-hmm. That's why we don't eat them. It's bizarre. But we do eat other shit. Food for thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa beats your meat. You go, girl. I'm just I don't kidding. know. I'm fascinated by this episode. I'm really excited about it. Okay. We didn't really talk about much content. We just talked about our own emotions. Yeah, but I think I think we got to feelings. a good place. Wah, wah, that, wah. Yeah, we were on the same feelings, drinking beers and wine and shit. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited not to be pregnant. <laughs> and on that cue, my child's crying, so we have to go. Yeah, well, we're at exactly 58 minutes. There so. we go. Good episode. Um, thanks for listening. Subscribe. That crying is getting louder and louder, so I'm gonna go. But this was fun. Yeah, at least to beat your meat 55, we're back to a weekly episode. So um, if you made it this far and you like our show, please do us a huge favor. Go to iTunes and rate us or just give us a, a star click. You don't even have to like, you don't have to leave feedback, but just give us a rating. Um, that's probably the best thing you can do besides tell people that, you know, are on the same path to listen to us. So we appreciate it. And uh, Lisa Next. beats. Do you want to say hi? Grunts. Um, Lisa beats your meat at Gmail. One month old. I know. He's not ready for this podcast world. He's like a pretty boy. Just FYI, he's like really cute. Hide your daughters. All right. We'll see you uh, next week. Thank you. Goodbye.